Hi everyone, welcome to Unjustified True Beliefs, the podcast in which we talk about our beliefs and dreams, and we try to prove them using philosophy, psychology, and maths. So, just want to kick in. And uh, today on the podcast, we have Akshay, Jyoti, Aman, and Abhijay. My first question to everyone is: Do you have any hopes and dreams to share? So, let's start with uh, Jyoti. Thank you, Saran, for putting me on this point. Hopes and dreams, like uh, like for the future. Um, none, I guess. I think the only thing I think a lot about is health, and then everything takes care of itself. That is the only thing I'm constantly thinking about. So yeah, mental, physical, whatever, and growth probably. No specific dream as such, or hopes. That's a good answer. I think health is the most important pillar in life, and we. need to have health to have everything else so that's a good place to start akshay how about you I think jyoti took my answer there but <laughs> i was just going to say i don't have any long term dreams to be honest um i like to keep it convenient i like to keep it short term so that i am able to you know see those dreams get fulfilled i think i am a safe dreamer that way um i i do resonate with jyoti i think it's uh, more about the broader picture of you know health friends family uh, that's what it is at a long term perspective at a short term perspective i don't mind having a harley davidson for myself or a <laughs> or a bmw uh, but yeah that that's on a lighter note <clears throat> um to be honest i do not uh, you know do not have dreams either i i you know set on certain goals which i try to achieve or i just do not have uh, you know dreams as in a uh, long term dream which i want to see that's very interesting you mentioned you have goals but not dreams so i guess there is a difference between these two and we will try to ex- like examine what the difference could be so let me ask that to aman what do you think is the difference between hopes and dreams and goals and uh, do you have any dreams right now yeah thanks aran so i think the way i um, interpret what dream is is a bit of a um, you know two way two way path so one is a materialistic dream another is another could be a non materialistic dream and a materialistic one would be that um, you know i'm uh, enjoying myself and taking a sun bath on a yacht and uh, that's my yacht right so i've bought that and i'm like uh, retired and then and then i'm just basically relaxing so that's a bit of a materialistic dream um a non materialistic non materialistic dream would be to uh stay fit and and uh, keep up with the health and uh travel places um so it's a, it's a combination of that but coming to your other point that how uh can we look at it from different lens so how's goal and what's goal or objective or a milestone in our life versus what a dream is so i mentioned about yacht right so the objective or the goal or the milestone will be to own a yacht correct that's a signpost in my life but actually creating an experience around it or actually envisaging how it will be and putting myself out there and creating that entire uh how would i say or canvassing that into something real is a dream so creating an experience around a goal or objective is how i think or what dream could be this is how we 
dream as a person when we are not awake when we are asleep um and when we are in a real life then we have you know we can turn and translate them into a goal or a milestone or objective does dream involve more of feelings or is it more of planning you would say so as i said i think planning to achieve that objective and feeling to uh come closer to that experience which is still in a state of dream and not really or has not become true hope your dream of owning a yacht comes true so that we can also sit <laughs> and uh, finally coming to abhijay um what are your current hopes and dreams and or goals for that matter okay so uh, mine are sort of different uh, i recently read this book on ikigai and uh, you guys know about it and there was something very interesting mentioned in there that people uh, end up uh, working upon their craft until uh, like beyond their retirement age so uh, another example of that would be hayao miyazaki he actually draws and uh, he like he is actually one of the directors uh famous producers and directors of studio ghibli and his example was that he still uh works upon his craft he's still improving so my dream is that i also want to pick up a craft something which i can do for the rest of my life and something which i won't uh which won't have a retirement age so one of the things that i am trying to explore is whether i can find such a craft and my dream is to be able to find that craft and then build upon it until until the time has come so uh so th- that is that would be my like uber like uh, goal or like uber dream or something which i really hope for interesting so mastery could be your uh, dream yes like or like pick, picking up a craft uh, mm. or, or like an expertise which i can just keep sharpening and keep getting better at for the rest of my life or finding your one true passion in life if if like there's just one yeah Yeah. Because I don't think anyone would want to work on something beyond their retirement age if if it's not like a true passion or something. Hmm. Yeah. But then I I've always felt that there are some things that are worth uh, are, are interesting enough that you can just keep on working on. Uh me I want to find that sort of a thing because it it brings in happiness. Yeah. And uh, I have actually dreamt about it in my like i had a dream sort of that i am uh like i i am very old and i am still like reading something which is and i'm very concerned about it so <laughs> it was a weird dream but i i think that is the sort of thing that is being asked for over here probably um if i'm speaking about correctly yeah that's that's very interesting you you also mentioned uh, like so far we were talking about daydreamings and and um, just to put my dreams out there uh, i also have two three dreams at the moment uh, one is definitely related to health uh, building some muscles and all second is uh, trying to grow this podcast 
I won't I won't lie about this. Like I want to make it so that more people are interested in philosophy, psychology, and they are able to discuss their beliefs because I feel all of us should question our beliefs, and that's something which just makes humans better uh, in totality. And finally, um, the last two dreams uh, right now is uh, something career related, like grow in my career, uh, be better and well recognized in my particular chosen field. And the last one is to learn salsa. So that's that's another like couple of dreams trying to manage all of them. So these are all my daydreaming. But Abhijay, you mentioned about your you have actually dreamt it and you have experienced what it feels like. So now, now this is an open discussion. What do you guys think is the difference between daydreaming and night dreaming? I think if I uh, if I go first, I mean uh, for me. uh daydreaming is more conscious something like you said you want to learn salsa and you probably le- heard about it you've seen people do it mm. and you find it in- interesting you were intrigued by it and that's where you have this uh, aspiration if i may say and to be honest mm. when i heard all of you i realized i have similar such dreams which i categorized as short term dreams i don't know why but uh, yes uh, uh, when we talk about night dreams and what abhijay touched upon uh i mean i i feel that i and maybe if i generalize we have very little control over what dream we would see mm. and uh, i mean right before the pod- podcast aman was also mentioning uh, uh, do we even have that control uh, that can we say that i will dream about this tonight and then you sleep and then you have that dream i think it would be so cool to have that <laughs> ability but unfortunately i have not experienced that and it's always something new and sometimes sometimes it's quite exciting when you know you suddenly wake up and you're like you know what i should have slept for another 5 minutes <laughs> i could have <laughs> finished that dream it was a good one yeah. and sometimes you just wake up from a nightmare hmm so uh, those experiences are quite uh, vivid and uh, uh, yeah the, almost real that's an interesting one because I guess when I was thinking about daydreaming, it was more like um, a state of nothing. So basically, I'm lost, and there's a like completely blank slate um, where I'm not really onto anything, and I'm just cut off from what I was doing. So that state of not viewing anything in particular is the only thing that I have experienced in daydreaming. uh there have been very less instances when i've daydreamed of something uh the way in com- as intense or in comparison to what i would have when i'm not awake or or a dream when i'm uh during a sleep and coming to um uh you know the sleeps as as uh, akshay was mentioning yes i think i have not found uh, a way or i i don't think anyone has to kind of control that what we will be viewing today but what kind of can affect that is what we've been going through or what has been the latest uh you know um events in our life or latest things that have been on our mind and um something that's just is keeping you awake right so the things that you're keeping you awake are pretty much also have the potential to um you know creep into your dreams um because yeah so i think that's that's my understanding of the daydreaming and the night one 
absolutely i i also look at dream as uh, as a pathway which connects our subconscious and our conscious like this is a idea mentioned by freud and carl uh, jung that dream we if we interpret the dreams we can uh, see what our in this innermost desires are we can understand ourselves better by understanding our fears or you know what we what we are looking for in the future so there, there are a lot of studies done where people try to interpret dreams and there are some common examples of uh, some common dreams that we all share uh, and they have some meaning behind or they they put a meaning behind it. like one of the example is i and this by the way i have this pretty often uh, this kind of dream where i have to give an exam right i'm i'm sitting in exam and uh, i'm i'm just tense then i have to maybe solve something and then i remember i have already given this exam before like i'm giving the 12th boards again and i'm like i did that last time when i got good marks so why am i have to do this again so this is what is going in my head and people have a meaning associated behind it that okay when you have such dreams where you have to give an exam so there's a time pressure that something happening in your workplace where you feel that you've been tested or there's going to be a challenge coming up so there are it's a very fascinating field of dream interpretations so have you guys had any dreams recently and now we're talking about the nightly dreams and that you can remember okay b- before we start on that uh, and i will also try to answer your, this current question um i for me the difference between daydreaming and nightdreaming has been uh, the fact that during daydreaming i am not able to like build upon the dream however when it is a night dream and something which i have less control upon mm-hmm. it is much more free flowing yeah you are able to construct yes and i'm saying that i don't have control but then it is kind of chaotic but in my mind i'm also playing a role in that dream yeah. so it becomes free flowing so the environment in the dream is one that i am not able to control uh but i am it, it is free flowing because i am and i am also in control because i am in control of what i am doing and you also do not want that to end is why you also building on it yes Perhaps. i would say that yes and uh, while uh, when i am daydreaming i fi- i always have this mental block i i i want to build upon it but it doesn't come to me very naturally while uh, although when i was a kid i could do that i mm. mean even during daydreaming i could build upon things i was much more creative than what i am right now because it is also because of the fact that i have too many rigid thoughts or maybe i have a rigid understanding of physics uh, and like law <laughs> of physics <laughs> so i can't yeah. like uh make cars blow up and like absurd things happen no more dragons no more fairies yeah what has happened to us yes. <laughs> so you become more practical with education right yeah great and uh, while for night dreaming uh, coming to your question a very weird one that uh, i had uh, once was that uh, i was fighting with a bunch of guys i don't remember exactly what was happening uh but it was on a railway station and i was fighting with these guys and uh, there was a very heated argument going on and uh, before the other guy could uh, you know punch or do anything i took the ad- 
like I took the advantage of surprise and I initiated it. So I went ahead and I punched that guy. But what ended up happening was that I actually did it in real life also. And when I, yeah, and you're saying there I was a correlation of that dream with something that happened in the real life. Uh, no, but uh, I did it in real life. As in, when I punched, my hand moved in real life also, and uh, and the punch landed on my sister's face, like somehow. Oh, that's quite intense. <laughs> and this was, yeah, and this was during the times when we were not on good terms. Was it uh, was it because of your subconscious? Uh, <laughs> <that> <laughs> could be you actually, <laughs> <laughs> but. No, but I, reg- I, I was very, um, I regretted what had happened. I did not want to, uh, like, I, I did not mean it in any way. Uh, but I remember I did not apologize to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good excuse. That was just a dream. You were dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> so similar thing I think happened with me. I think the, you know, exam pressure, the work pressure, everything has happened. Exam thing, it, it would be like... Um, I'm trying running towards an exam I'm late for in in my apartment building itself. It's in a different house, and that's obviously weird. But I'm still stressed and running towards it. Work was completely strange. I don't even want to get into analyzing it. It was like I'm stuck in an island with all my colleagues, and uh, we have to get out of it. And every night there's only one rocket taking two or three of us out, and then all of us are stuck behind. And like God knows what is happening. But I have had weirder dreams, if you would believe it. I am terribly scared of lizards. Now, who is going to analyze this for me? I don't know. And there was a dream in which I was sword fighting with a lizard. So there's a giant lizard and I'm sword fighting with it. I have no interest in sword fighting. I am scared of lizards. So, but these, like the first two had some context. The third one, I have no idea what is the context. Except maybe there was a lizard in the house. I don't know. And you just had a sword to fight it. I think hearing your hearing your dreams, it feels like a lot is touching on the anxiety, stress, fear, hopes, those kind of things. And I think they have uh, an impact on how we actually dream. Coming back to the original point, that somehow somewhere we are able to like we get affected, right? And those are things which pretty much keep us awake, be it the exam-related anxiety or be it our fear. And, you know, we, I think something that we are not able to do in real life, dreams allow us to do it um, uh, in, in, a, in a fantasy world or something that we create uh, for ourselves. So, yeah. I think it's a very graphic representation of what I'm probably going through, but uh, maybe not able to put into words properly. So the sport fighting with the lizard thing is definitely so. Like, because that is never going to happen. But yeah, I'm scared of lizards. Has anyone dreamt about a specific personality who also exists in real? Or someone who you know about? Because then that's another uh, category to explore in terms of uh, whether your dreams are completely... Uh, fantasy driven and abstract and uh, kind of you know uh, are creating things which you will not find in reality once you are awake uh, once you are uh, awake but something like a dream which 
which has someone you are dealing with or someone you're involving involved with in real life and i have had one because of and it, i think it pretty much touches on the work sort of things that working with a partner and um, this partner is uh, is has been difficult and um, you know he he comes in the dream and he uh, asked me about uh, something uh, personal that what what are you playing these days what what sports are you in and uh, that kind of shows me the other side of this partner that oh you know what he's not just about work but he also can you know have a have a small talk or can have uh, interest in something else and you know that made me realize that there is more to this guy so the, maybe i don't know him fully to be able to judge him as a difficult person and when i am uh, you know when i'm out of the dream and i'm awake is kind of has affected my perspective in some way and i've become more positive towards him and that to me is just so powerful and just so astonishing because um that changed my perspective towards him and and that was just a dream where yeah where i created some conversation between two of us so have, have any one of you um kind of dreamt about someone who has been close someone who has you've been working with or involved with or has that also happened because i'm keen to know how you know what could be the different streams uh, of dreams that can affect oh that has happened uh, today itself so when i woke up i i but this was more about my family so i dreamt that i was on a vacation to a very weird place however with my family and i was just thinking why did we go to this place it is a very uh, shady small village slash town place where we didn't even get a good accommodation that was something which i dreamt and suddenly the entire scene changed and i'm su- suddenly at a, at an airport where someone needed help and i ran to help that person but the other people around me seemed to be you know normal and did not uh, bother to help that person is what this was what my dream was and uh, i've i've actually had uh, such dreams a lot where you don't dream just one scenario dream about one scenario there are multiple scenarios which happen in a sequence but which are totally disjoint from each other and i've even had these dreams where i think i'm speaking to saranch and suddenly at a certain certain part of the dream i realize oh it is not saranch it is uh, probably abhijay <laughs> and i was treating abhijay as if i was talking to saranch and that has happened pretty often interesting is that you mentioned about a dream which you saw maybe yesterday and then you remember it even though it's like 10:30 or 11 and uh this this was something where you know saranch and i were talking and then we were like ah how often can you actually remember your dream because uh most of the times when you wake up even if you try to recall something you don't and you struggle and then you are um thinking of i i know i saw something amazing or something really scary but i'm not able to put that in word i'm not able to articulate but what what you just mentioned is something like so fresh and i struggle to do it even if at it's at 6 am or 7 am so what do you think could be the reason behind uh retaining that memory so i'll tell you the trick which i do and and i i totally resonate with what you said uh it is very difficult to you know uh, remember dreams and uh, more difficult to remember the details of the dreams um i would like to connect it to how our brain stores memories 
and not in a tape wise sequence but in fuzzy traces you remember instances and you your brain has that uh, you know tendency to link all those traces to each other and if it if those are too fuzzy uh, you just are not able to make sense out of it like some of our dreams so as soon as i get up uh, you remember it the best when you are up sometimes you are unable to but Im- immediately then either you write it down if if that's something funny or interesting or scary which you want to remember i don't know why you would like to remember a scary one but still or uh, sometimes i tell it to someone that you know what this happened and while i tell it i sincerely while i tell it i sincerely believe that we may not have dreamt it that way but we make it into a certain sequence which is logical to us which is a logical story and i'm sure what i told you was probably not very accurate of what i dreamt today but that is what my brain tells me is what i saw today because that is how it has stitched it yeah so that is uh, the one interesting thing again which you were discussing about was you know having control of certain of these dreams, certain dreams so i've had certain abstract dreams where i'm in a normal situation and i know that there's one room where i should not go it's you know kind of dark and dingy and uh, i'm continuously being pulled towards that room and everyone else is normal but only i am affected by the uh, magnetic or the gravitational pull of that room and i'm continuously trying to not be pulled by that place but there have been instances where i suddenly uh, realize that i'm in a dream and i know that there are no big consequences of me winning or losing here and that's where i simply let go you know i i am stress free at that point of time and when i'm pulled to that location is when i get up so i can literally come out of dreams at uh, some in some cases and that is a very interesting and an empowering feeling yeah those those dreams are called lucid dreams and i love those feelings that suddenly in the middle of the dream you're aware because the situation becomes so bizarre or so absurd that you you your brain <laughs> is like this cannot happen like there, <laughs> there needs to be some sense of control and then like you you aware and then after a while i don't know how it happens but just once you are aware you try to change the environment and you become awake so, it's somewhat but, like the movie matrix yeah. where suddenly everyone knows ki you know that this is all the matrix and yeah this has to be destroyed <laughs> absolutely so this has been a great uh, conversation very trippy one like we talk about dreams and with the with being high as well because then also our visualization and uh, imagination takes uh, takes wings and you know we start dreaming about different scenarios and uh, i love the point of lucid dream and how uh, what factors outside the or external factors affect our internal state and our subconscious and why we dream and finally i uh, we talked about how our dreams are affecting or manifesting changes in real life so there have been great instances people have dreamt or seen god in their dreams and they started a movement or you know in the guru gobind singh he he had an interaction with god and then he became a changed person and tried uh, to influence more people so and even in scientific discoveries where uh, a scientist was stuck with the problem of solving the benzene structure and he saw a snake a coil itself and eat its own tail and that was the structure of benzene so there have been some very bizarre discoveries which have come out of dreams so how 
important do you think dreams are and what can we do to have better dreams this would be the final question for today yeah i think i agree uh, <laughs> there had there have been many many like stories or kind of folk lore or tales where you know someone has dreamed that um, god has come in and then then they asking uh, to build a temple of them uh, and then the people have actually as you said uh, you know turn everything or turned every sto- uh, stone to kind of make that happen because they feel that uh, that was a means or a medium to get a message and i think there are times when dreams uh, people who consider dreams to be uh, something which is more than just a dream so i think it's also about how much importance we give to a particular dream and how much we are passionate about doing so i feel that um, there is always some inherent passion that you try to link with a dream so if you are religious you would believe in that um, dream more than others but if you are not maybe you will just ignore it and you will just move on so it has to do with who you are inherently as a person if you are a scientist then you are solving a problem and something comes and then you will correlate it and you will try and build on top of that and you will try to you will see that as a as a signal or you will see that as a um, as a linkage or inspiration then turn it into something more and you kind of build on top of it so uh, it's really i i feel that there is a correlation that exists between what you're trying to achieve what you're do what you're passionate about and then you link it up with the dreams so you start giving them importance versus not giving them importance at all if that if that makes sense no i think i totally resonate with you aman and i i think we were also discussing a while back about rapid eye movement uh, the rem sleep which we have uh, when we are asleep so broadly out of the five stages of sleep which we have one stage talks about the rapid eye movement which actually uh, contributes a lot to the cognitive development and you know improving our memories um and that is where i think we see all these dreams and there are various stages of rem sleep uh, which we can have maybe over a sleep cycle <clears throat> and that's where we see all these dreams so i'm just trying to think that the people which you spoke about whom you spoke about uh, and saranj you also spoke about some inventors scientists some creative artists uh i i believe that it it is more to do about you know the efforts which they have been putting in uh, conscious uh, in their conscious uh, time of the day uh, and they have not been able to achieve something but while they are asleep while they are in their rem state they have been able to you know crack a few things which they are you know on the verge of doing so uh, that that is just my thought and uh, probably the dream cycle which they have during the rem sleep is giving them those uh, is inspiring them to maybe think in a certain direction like you gave an example of the snake eating its own self into a ring kind of a structure and probably that scientist would have already been working along 100 different options of you know how a benzene uh, can a benzene compound can be structured in a straight manner or a curved manner or a ring manner and maybe that would have inspired him to explore more around the ring and that became a success story that's just a thought which i 
had and the science behind dreams is actually an interesting one i know we are uh, short of time but uh, i think that's definitely something which maybe some of our viewers can look into yeah and i think we should talk more about it uh, the science of sleep and the science of dreaming about that so one of the things that you mentioned uh, akshay was around rem right and how we how it can affect us individually so what is the best possible balance between rem and non rem sleep or cycles because if you talk about someone like a grandmaster vishnath anand chess right he would prefer to have um, before championship match uh, a sleep with a non rem uh, you know emphasis or or stress on that because he would want a sound sleep which can help him recover mentally which can keep him fresh he wouldn't want to keep dreaming or have a rem cycles because that is that means that his brain is active and he cannot do as well and i've read his interviews where he said that there was a time when he couldn't sleep well and then how he couldn't do or how he couldn't do so well because that job needs concentration so i think a balance between a rem and a non rem is so important is there a right balance that exists for each individual or how you know you are uh, in your phase of life or you know there is some statistics there's some data around it that what is an average for this age group but in general is there a way to uh, find out or have a balance because while rem gives you that uh, ability to dream and it it's good because you are dreaming and then it uh, kind of shapes the way you think you are as a person so dreaming is important we are not saying dreaming is not but non rem is equally important because it gives you a sound sleep it gives you time to recover and that's what a good sleep is meant for so what are what are the final thoughts if i'm important in terms of a, you know a good balance between rem versus non rem so actually my my interpretation of what i have understood i'm no expert in sleep uh the cycles of sleep and the science of sleep but what my understanding is that both rem and non rem sleep are a part of sound sleep this is what i have understood while rem is a certain portion which like you rightly mentioned might differ in terms of you know the percentage of your entire sleep cycle from age to age um while you rightly mentioned that the non rem cycle definitely helps in development of your bodily functions and muscles the rem sleep is uh, quite important for a cognitive development uh, to happen your memory growth to happen your central nervous system to get developed if there are uh, there are some things which need to you know heal from a nervous system perspective i think that's where what my understanding of rem sleep is the rem sleep helps us that way there there and i think there are certain guidelines of how you can improve your sleep in general better so i'll just give one example uh, in with positive time uh, some people say that when they have alcohol they sleep sleep soundly without any disturbance without any dreams and that is probably because uh, i read that alcohol causes you to have a non rem sleep you don't dream if you are you know if you've had al- alcohol before you sleep and while we might think it is sound sleep it is probably not the best for you and one should ideally avoid alcohol before sleeping so that they have the right balance of rem and non rem that that is what my understanding is uh, definitely would love to hear more from you and the audience as well so i actually tried to optimize the amount of wine i was drinking uh, 
so that I can have better sleep. I was trying to induce sleep. I did not know what are the, uh, you know, what would be a, the best way to induce a good sleep because I was having trouble in sleeping at night. And I still do. It, it, has, it is something which I have been battling with for the past five years now. Uh, I don't know if it is stress or is, if it is something else. Uh, but um, so now what, ha- what started happening was that I was getting good sleep in the beginning. But overall, after like a month's time, it started affecting uh, everything. It started affecting my schedule. And the hours started to get late and my the amount that I was drinking started to grow. So, <laughs> and it became much more regular. So after a point, I was like, okay, I've gone back to that same state uh, where when I was an alcoholic. Uh, before so it is it is a recurring thing i should stop um but yeah so i i've found other ways of trying to put myself to sleep and uh one of it one of them is that i try to do breathing exercises and meditate a little but in these last i think um couple of like two three years i have not had a very you know um like a like the lucid dreams uh, you guys are talking about i don't i don't even know uh, what lucid dreaming is or i've had very few dreams i would say yeah so i don't know like um if it is a good thing or a bad thing uh but yeah like uh, it's been it's been kind of difficult, like sleeping, and then I don't know if having dreams is a good thing or is it a sign of a creative mind. Um, but uh, yeah, I usually try to solve things in my dreams, like the problems that I have. Uh, let's say I, there's let's say a programming question which I'm trying to solve, or if there's something which is something which I read about which I'm trying to solve and. Uh, or have been at it for the whole day, and when I'm when I'm about to go to sleep, I have these ideas. So I just wake up and I start writing them down on a piece of paper. Uh, so that has been frequent, but not dreams as such. It was, it was a great discussion, guys. I love this topic uh, itself. It has neuroscience in it and uh, psychology in it, and we discussed you know various aspects of dreaming. Uh, both the daydreaming and the night dreaming and how we emphasis a bit more on the night dreaming and how we can optimize it. I love dreaming, to be honest. I, 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 I And for a long time, I thought I don't dream. But uh, since I've, after, like for this in podcast particularly, I got conscious that, okay, I need to dream or whatever. And I, I've realized that I do dream, but I don't remember them, as you guys mentioned. Up. And for the last two days, I've been trying to remember and record my dream, which has been a great experience. So I hope to keep on dreaming and remembering stuff because it can solve a lot of uh, mysteries in my head of what what was going on in my life. Uh, but to conclude, I would say it's uh, it's a great phenomena that we have and we are lucky to have. And I guess some animals also have that. So uh, it's an experience at the end of the day. It's a it's a very unique personal experience which also tells something about you uh, and. Uh, yeah, I we can't I can't trade it for anything else. So REM sleep is an important part. 
and i would like to optimize it and i hope uh, yeah we all try to understand that dream better because that is yeah that's a it's a great feeling at the end of the day so uh, i mean thanks for your participation today it was a great topic and i would love to talk to you more on similar topics in the future episode thanks guys thank thanks. you